army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a This is Live at Five. Yes, live at Five. Live, live at Five. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're here. That's good. Everything's working. It's a Wednesday. It's also the day for uh, Attorney Joe Stanley, if you have a question for him. I'm looking at a picture of myself on uh, News Junkie. Same shirt. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, did, was that picture taken like, like seconds ago? Uh, boy, I need I need a new wardrobe. Right, that's for sure. Holy mackerel! I'm Mr. Plaid. Remember, remember the the Glad Man. You know, <laughs> well, I'm I'm Mr. Plaid, the Plaid Man. Uh, let's see what we got here. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, Joe's at the bottom of the hour. If you have a question for him, a concern, whatever, someone's suing you because their dog your, your dog bit someone, whatever. I wonder, I wonder what uh, Joe. Fe- I mean, I, we talked about it before, but the, yet another dog bite at the White House by uh, uh, Joe Biden's dog. This is the second dog. I thought this was an old story weeks ago, but it keeps coming back. And uh, and this one apparently caught on camera. Uh, uh, Jeff is uh, obsessed with this story because you know he's a dog lover, lover himself. He's had many dogs over the years. He and Johnny Spizzano, you know, they're just like. Uh, you know, just two old ladies that are just love love their dogs. God bless them for that. Dogs are great. So are cats. But you can't have an animal that just bites people or a cat that just, you know, av- you know scratches people or just is annoyed just by being there. Nothing better than a, a pet that, you know, is, is comfortable being a pet and a lovable, lovable animal. So anyway, uh, the search for a new uh, uh, House representative, or should I say Speaker of the House, uh, continues. Jim Jordan has thrown in his hat. I I think it's the kiss of death. It's like one of those things. It's like you know, once once you become a man, you know, you could work in an organization everyone loves you, and then uh, management says, "Hey, why don't you be a supervisor? Why don't you be one of us? You know, instead of wearing a yellow uh, hat, well, you can wear a white one like us." Said, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you get more money, more benefits. You show up, and uh, we'll send you here, there, everywhere. And then once you start doing that, it's like uh, people don't like you anymore. Then you start bossing people around and your real true colors come out. <laughs> Sorry. It's like being a police, you know, once, you, once you're a police officer, you know, you can't hang out and smoke pot anymore. <laughs> I mean, just you can't do it. Can't do it. Stop. I've, I've, I've talked to people like, who have, uh, you know, like anyone else. Let's face it. We all have histories. We all went to high school. We went to college. But then once you get, once you get into law enforcement, you can't hang out in someone's house with a big ass bong sitting right in their living room. Can't do it. It's it's disrespectful. Now times have changed. Marijuana is uh, is legalized, but still it's you can't do it. 
So yeah, if you if you're gonna be the guy that got shot on a on a on a on a uh, what's his name Scalise, he was the guy from Louisiana. Only two things come from, come from Louisiana. Sorry, and he uh, he got shot what five six years ago from a Bernie. And they always have from a Bernie su- uh, supporter. And uh, so now, but the, you know, it, it's like Bart Starr. You know, he was the star quarterback of the early. Um, uh, Packers uh, teams, you know, when they won the first two uh, Super Bowls, was it? Was it? That? Yeah, well, they won Super Bowl one and two, and then of course the famous one where the Jets beat the Colts in F- Super Bowl three, and they haven't been there since. But my point is, Bart Starr was he was, you know, he was a star. He was the quarterback. He was the leader. He was the field marshal, and then years later he became the coach of the team, and uh, they had to fire him. And it's like if Don Mattingly became the manager of the Yankees, and he's been fired before. He was the fight. He was the manager of the Dodgers. He was the manager of the Marlins. And it's 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 a tough call because you're a hero. You know you you were there at the most crucial you know, years of of the organization, and then years later you're like, ah, eh, you know, you know, you were a great quarterback, but we gotta let you go. So the same thing can happen to Scalise, who got all you know. Not for nothing, but when he got shot, he became not necessarily a household name, but people knew who he was. Sometimes you don't. No one knows who you are until something happens to you. Regrettably, no one knows you until you do something wrong. It's like, what did you do? I said, well, I shot up a couple of people at a grocery store. Oh, well, people are going to remember your name. Before that, they didn't know anything about you. But and then if you get shot, people have sympathy for you. Oh boy, he almost lost his life. Now he wants to be speaker of the house. He put his name in. And then now he's going to be scrutinized. Yeah, but I was the guy who got shot. Who cares? We, you suck. You're out. Matt Getz doesn't like you. Of course, you would think, I said this yesterday, you think Matt Getz would be the guy that would be waiting in line to get that job. But no, he's just the guy that takes it from you. Because no one is going to give him that gig. He knows that. Got to respect Matt Gates, though. And I said that yesterday. People wrote him off a, few, a couple years back. You know, what's her face? Uh, Joy Bahar can't, can't stop badmouthing him. What? He had his own prostitution ring. He's a rapist. <clears throat> he, he survived that and he came back with a vengeance. Uh, his, uh, uh, his Robin, however, what's her name? Boner, a bonehead from Colorado, vaping in a movie theater, causing a stir, watching Beetlejuice. God, what's the matter? I, I don't care how hot you are. You gotta remember, you won by less than a thousand votes. You're out already. Anyway, uh, we move on. Let's go to the show, uh, the phones to see who's there. Higher in the air. Yeah, Glenn. Um, now that the eight Republicans uh, got their way, yeah, the eight Republicans have been voting along with the uh, Democrats all along. Right. They've been in the thorn on the side of the Republican Party, and now they have complete power over anybody that takes that job right because if they don't like you they can vote again mm-hmm. the eight and kick you out right and i believe that they're part they are part of uh the big problem of this country um i can't say for sure but i believe it's kind of like could be their plan to disrupt the republican party uh, I think they could be part of the Democratic plan. Hmm. Uh, these people have been doing this for quite a while. And like I said, I could be coming off the wall on this. Yeah. But I believe that <clears throat> this is part of the Democratic plan, and they're going along with it. 
they don't want uh, uh, President Trump in there. No. They're afraid what he's going to do mm-hmm. the very next day, just like Biden did. Might. And uh, other than that, um, I uh, heard you talking yesterday about uh, SG there, what he did at the uh, council meeting. So I got on News Junkie. I got to say, that guy made a complete ass of himself doing what he did at the council meeting. And it's no wonder nobody wants to give him a dog park, especially when we gave him one and he got rid of it. And he got rid of the people helping. But I thought that was, you know, it's time for him to go back to California for the winter. I've had enough of that guy. Thank you. Well, I w- first of all, going back to the uh, the collusion or allegations of collusion between the eight Republicans and the Democratic Party, that's not the case at all. These guys are today's version of the Tea Party, so they're f- way l- right of center. Uh, they want it more. They want they demand a, a stronger leader, and they didn't see that in McCarthy. So that that off the t- the reason why the Democrats went with the vote is because Nancy Pelosi told them that I, she didn't have to. That's just the way they are. You know, they whispered to each other, like, can you believe it? They're going to actually, uh, oh, uh, you know, they're going to do an unprecedented vote to get McCarthy out of there. We got to make it happen and make him look bad. Just imagine what those girls in The View are going to say when this happens. I didn't see The View today, but I'm sure they had a, uh, had a tea party of their own. So that's one thing. As far as uh, SG is concerned, you know, SG, you know, nothing should surprise us anymore, despite the fact that he did look for a photo op opportunity the other day by extending his arms out to see if he could get handcuffed. So that, you know, that would be front page, uh, you know, a photograph uh, on, the, on the front page of the Watertown Daily Times that no one reads. But that didn't happen. The police officer, I believe, from what SG said yesterday, thanked him for being cordial and, and cooperating. <laughs> Hey, that's fine. I, hey, look, I don't want any disturbances at City Hall. It's embarrassing enough what's been going on. It's not going to change. It really isn't. Uh, big news today, Mario Frado. We spoke with him, I believe, just about a week ago, uh, and he ran uh, for Congress uh, for our district. Now, that, that the gerrymandering is, is still continues, and Congresswoman Tenney mentioned, talked about that. It's not a big story, although it's unprecedented. So the, and and uh, um, uh, Mario alluded to it last week. He might not be running in our, I guess, our district. Our district might be changed uh, this time next year, and which is amazing because it's supposed to be based on a ten-year census. All the census are done each at the top of every or the beginning of every decade. Thus, districts are evaluated based rather on that. And uh, uh, New York State has contract, you know, it's co- contracted in terms of, you know, it's gone in the other direction, just like other states, blue states, California, uh, Illinois. And uh, but no, they don't like what's going on. They, you know, those six seat differences are, are you know, they don't like that. And I, I, you know, I'm talking about the Democrats. So, you know, what what better way than to actually get into the legislative branch of each blue state and start, you know, coming up with some crazy constitutional or unconstitutional way to change that instead of waiting to 2030. Oh, we don't. No, no. There's something up here. We're getting so many migrants now. I don't know what the reasoning is, but it's happening. And they're going to gerrymander everything again. But this before the next congressional uh, races happen. You know, we're, we're embarking on a, 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 um, a big, big year for Congress and, and for that matter. Our districts here for the for the Senate, although that will never change, and uh, so uh, that's that. First of all, good. You know, I'm happy for Mario. It's an uphill battle. I'll I'll say that out loud. 
Uh, I don't know how much money he has in his coffer. Uh, I know he has support of uh, of uh, uh, you know a decent amount of people in his district, whatever district that might be this time next year. But we wish him well. That's for sure. Seven five five twelve forty is the number. If you want to reach me now, do so or forever hold your peace. Because at the bottom of this of uh, the hour today, we speak with Attorney Joe Stanley. What I have no idea. Once again, not prepared. You know, I picked on Jeff for not being prepared. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see what we got here. Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's do a break. Should we do a break? Yeah, let's do a break. Uh, no, so I really don't know what to <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Still have the sign here that says everyone is entitled to their own ridiculous opinions. That, of course, by... Uh, I don't know. When, and, and getting back to the last call, I don't know if um, our snowbird, otherwise known as SG, is going to California. Why would anyone leave at this point? I mean, what was it, 82 degrees? It's, it's like 80 degrees now. Unbelievable weather. So you might as well stick around here. Global warm, warming is working. Higher in the air. Glenn. Yes. Uh, comments on our southern border situation. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, that's completely out of control, and it's destroying the social fabric of this nation. It's having a huge negative impact on the physical health of, of the nation. It's having a, a huge negative impact on crime in this nation. It's having an impact on drugs and fentanyl, and uh, to not have a, a, a border uh, on the southern part of this nation is to, is to not have a nation. You can't have a nation without borders. So right. a nation, uh, uh, some sort of a country without borders is not a country, it's not a nation, it's a territory. I know I've said this before, but I just see more and more illustrations of the bad effects of having an open border, and I find that it's uh, it just it's, it's disturbing. It's, it's more disturbing all the time. Yes, it is. It, it, we're, we're on an unsustainable path. Right. I saw, I saw a very disturbing thing this morning on the morning news. It said that uh, the migrants were coming in by a thousand a day at the O'Hare International Airport in right. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that uh, they might even have to shut down the airport because of an outbreak of uh, scabies. Yes. Because of the huge influx of, right. of, of, of the uh, yeah, that is, yeah. the border. Right. Un- unvetted. You yeah. and I go. You and I go across the border. Right. Anywhere in the world, we got to stand in line, take our turn, right. follow all the and rules. Get protocol, have your passport, mm-hmm. pay your pay your uh, customs duties and everything, and show your citizenship and the reason why you're traveling and all. Right. These people come through like they own the place. Right. Well, they and, do. Uh, we're, we're on an unsustainable path. And we're gonna have to speak their language eventually. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what I got to say. I, no, today, I, and yeah. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. He, ma- he makes good points. Uh, it, this is the way it is. This, there's no other way of saying it. Because, you know, again, I keep going back to the enters on the view. By the way, uh, when uh, Jamal, what was his name there? The guy that pulled the uh, the alarm the other day, said, you know, uh, he, uh, I don't know, he had to make some bo- a bowel movement. And he decided to do that. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, he did it to disrupt the vote. Looking back, I don't know what, what, what he was looking to accomplish. I mean, the vote is, you know, a lot of people look at it as it's, it's in favor of the Democrats because of the, the divide in the Republicans. So what he was, what, what the intention there was ridiculous. But nonetheless, two things. One, Whoopi and the other panelists there uh, supported him. They said, well, you know, I could see his point. So they will defend even the most idiotic, uh, you know, uh, actions caught on video, by the way. And and the second thing related to that is Fox went to his district. There's a new guy that's 
basically doing the same thing Jesse Waters did when he was working with Bill O'Reilly when Bill O'Reilly was at Fox. Jesse Waters was the man on the street. That's how we established this is my world. And he did a good job. He, you know, his collar up and everything looked like he was wearing an Izod from the 80s. But other than that, he did a nice job. They have someone like him now. He's not even, not even remotely as good as Jesse Waters. He's not even, it doesn't look as, as good. You know, it's just a typical guy from Long Island that, you know, someone in the business got him in there. And he, he doesn't know when to hold the microphone underneath his big ass nose when he's talking to someone because he's got it extended. So, the, you know, I could just imagine the, the, the producers having to upload, you know, to, to up his, his gain so you can hear what he's saying as he's speaking to someone. That's just a technical thing. But he was in the district uh, of the, that New York congressman. Uh, a former principal, and they, he asked his, his constituents, do they believe that he w- did uh, pull the alarm by mistake? And none of them, repeat, none of them believed him. All of them, all of them African-Americans, by the way, his district is, is, is you know, heavily you know, in that, in that uh, percentage. And they said, no, they don't believe him at all. No, they weren't angry. They weren't going to say, vote his ass up, because they're going to vote him right back in. But they made them, themselves very, very clear that they knew he was lying. And these are the same people when, when, when approached on the street, you know, uh, and AOC or some, or, or for that matter, a white liberal person like uh, Elizabeth Warren will say, well, these people don't have IDs. They, they don't have a Kinkos nearby. Um, you know, we have to make sure that their voice is heard. And then, you know, someone will go out in the street in that particular district and say, do you have a driver's license? And they look at him, sure I do. Why do you ask? Well, so-and-so says that uh, many, many people in your district don't. Well, I do. And they reach into their pocket and get it. It's amazing the lies that we hear and how it's working. When you hear Whoopi Goldberg defend Jamal, whatever his last name, for, for allegedly pulling the alarm and just blowing it off. So what I'll do is I'll take the passive-aggressive approach and say, you know, on Facebook and say, majority of white suburban women believe that uh, b- uh, b- believe his story and I do that just and I, I've said this before to get a reaction there's a great way to actually get reactions you got to be one of them start espousing things that that liberals talk about on a day-to-day basis and you know so for instance to say uh, I hate Trump myself why can't people understand that Joe Biden understands things he's a great speaker and he, he gets to the point and he knows what day of the week it is and he's done so much, so many great things. And you wouldn't believe how many people respond with, with thumbs up and thank you. Yes, you're right. Likes, loves. They're falling right into my trap. Other people like myself would go, what's the matter with you? And then I'd give them a wink, wink, nod, nod. And they're, oh, oh, oh one of those, I see. It's, it's totally harmless. But it's, it's a great experiment. Try it when you can. But really, they, all they do is stick together. We don't. We show that we want more, they want less, and they want less together by voting against McCarthy. And then six guys, I mean, if six votes is 12. It means it goes in the other direction. Once you lose a congressional district, it isn't one member, it's two. So there's six away. So getting back to the gerrymandering and whatnot, it's hap- not only is it happening in New York State, it's happening in, in states like North Carolina. There was something I saw online last night of a 17 or 16 year old kid going to his uh, uh, going to the Capitol building, uh, privilege on the floor, speaking on on behalf of the gerrymandering going on in his district. 
And he says, I, there's a lot of other better things I should be doing other than speaking to you. This is a 16 or 17 year old kid. I was like, wow, this, this kid's a, a future leader. He's got his act together. He, he actually knows what the word gerrymandering is. And he starts talking about how they're, how they're screwing up with the districts in order for uh, things to, be, uh, to, to align in their favor. And that's what's happening. So, be, you know, it's amazing how, oh, we have at least a minority uh, uh, majority in, in, the, in the House of Representatives. I don't know how much longer that's going to last. And I, I don't think we'll ever get the Senate back. And I've said it before. There's no possible way with the new rules and mail-in balloting that, that can ever, we can ever get the executive branch back. It's not going to happen. All right, listen, i got to do a break. Uh, let's see if I can get this right because now I'm running out of time. So let's see if we can get this done. Real quick. All right, you're listening to the Live at Five show, and we'll be back right after this. The future of Watertown is at stake with a highly... So someone texted me, McCarthy out, Trump in, question mark. Well, that's not going to happen either. That would be funny. Imagine Donald Trump coming back as the (laughs) Speaker of the House and then running for president. (laughs) He said he would appoint somebody else. I'm surprised we haven't heard uh, Elise Stefanik's name. Uh, thrown out there for the, uh, the for the replacement uh, for Speaker of the House. I'm very surprised that hasn't happened yet. So right now it's uh, it's exactly 5:30. I don't know if uh, Attorney Joe Stanley's calling in. Sometimes he does, or most of the times he does. I should say sometimes he doesn't. So I just have to, uh, I'll be a little bit distracted, but I am ready for him because I have an article here uh, which I find fascinating. Now I can't find it. Isn't that great? Uh, it, this is on News Junkie. Here he is. Let's uh, let's take his call. I believe uh, is this Attorney Joe Stanley? No, I just wanted to tell you they did this morning. What's that? Uh, mentioned mentioned her. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. I mean, I I've been paying attention. I just have who 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 mentioned her in Fox somewhere? Yeah, they well they interviewed some of the uh, government officials, uh, the Republicans, and mm-hmm. they uh, they did mention her name and Trump. Uh, Jordan, right? Um, somebody else, but they did mention her this morning that uh, she might be speaker. What What are your thoughts? Who would you? I mean, I, at the end of the day, I don't really care. But who do, uh, who do you want? She'd be all right. Yep. Uh, there, there'd be uh, a battle because she's uh, she's for Trump, right? And everything that Trump did, mm-hmm. so a big battle. Jor- I'd like Jordan. Yeah, he's uh, man, he's something else. He's like a pit bull. Yeah, he's on Fox too much, but yeah, I like him. I like him. I like him. Oh, I you see him on uh, on the uh, Facebook uh, news things, and he the the interviews that he does. You know, when they take people to uh, yeah. in front of the uh, courts or whatever they are, right? And they ask those questions. Yeah, man, he he's something else. Yeah, no, he's he's a good chairman. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's got his sleeves rolled up. I don't like his voice. I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, but I just eh, something about it. I, I. I think you know the whole culture of particularly Republicans, and for that matter, Democrats, running to the media uh, to tell them what they just did. You know, to Laura Ingram, and then Laura Ingram, you know, abruptly shuts them down to go to the next segment. You know, that's a sitting congressperson doing to doing it to anyone. I don't care if it's a bomb off the street when you just cut them off. There's nothing worse than someone who doesn't know how to interview someone and and get out of it. And Laura Ingram is the worst. Uh, Hannity's real bad. I mean, he's been doing it forever, and he still can't get out of an interview. The ones who are really, truly bad in recent years, 
because it's the NFL and the NBA. They insist on having a female reporter on the sidelines. And for that matter, at the desk, I don't know, the one, the one uh, woman that they had this past Sunday night for NBC, uh, NBC Sunday night football game. I was like, oh, my God, these, these women. I mean, I know, I know it's all equity, it's inclusion. It started about, I don't know, Aaron Andrews. It started years earlier than that. Phyllis George was on, at the desk with, uh, with Irv Cross, uh, Jimmy the Greek. And of course, uh, Brent Musburger. But then, then it evolved, and it, and, it, and it just like it seems like it, you you never see a male uh, uh, reporter on the sidelines at a football game. It just doesn't it just doesn't happen. But the one thing that these guys don't do, and it's very obvious, it's you see it everywhere, particularly in small radio, where you know someone's starting out, and they don't tell them like don't talk that way. That's not your natural voice. Talk differently. That's one thing. And the other thing is, okay, when you're speaking to someone, know how to get out of an interview. Know how to walk away. And it's real simple, too. All you have to do, coach, thanks for your time. Have a great uh, second half. But they can't do that. Or there's two people sitting there, and she's basically, you know, all you got to do is put your hand on their show. I don't care how short you are. You just, you know, if, if, if the quarterback is there and the, and the receiver's there, they just won the game, and the quarterback goes first, and you just tell them, Brent, thanks. And, you know, I'm done with you. Thank you. Great game. But, no, she just goes to the next one. And it's such an awkward thing. It's live TV. Basketball, the same thing. Four-foot-nothing girl from Long Island somewhere. And it just they're, they're there to just ask a stupid question in the middle of a game and walk away. Like, my job is done. I'm done with you. It's so rude. I don't know how I got into this. But, anyway, Joe's not calling in. But what I was going to talk to him about was, you know, this Ozempic craze. It's a drug for... Um, diabetes, but people realize that it's also a great way to burn off uh, 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 calories. Well, according to the New York Post, and this links on News Junkie, Ozempic burned off someone's genitals, and he, he found pieces of charred skin on the toilet. Ozempic, you know the commercial, oh, 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 Ozempic. <clears throat> The trendy a drug that many say helps uh, burn excess fat had a hor- horrific side effect on one woman with diabetes. Oh, check that. that. This is a woman. They have them too, you know. Maria Rosas, a professor of pharmacology health of at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, penned a testimonial on her Zempic use to Newsweek magazine revealing that she suffered severe burns and charred skin on her vagina and other parts of her private area. We won't get into it family show at one point she feared she would die from an excruciating pain from the medication often called a miracle drug for its weight shedding properties despite being uh created to treat uh, type 2 type 2 excuse me diabetes she says and i quote i noticed pieces of skin in my toilet oh my god she said i checked and my gen oh I, i you know what i can't talk like this i feel so bad for this woman she says it, uh, it was as if I was exposed to sunlight for days. Hmm. Rosas did not immediately respond to the post, uh, what, uh, New York Post's request for comment. What, what kind of, you know, what, what type of question can you ask someone like that? Um, so how is your vagina now? Can you, can you explain? Can, can you take a look and see what's, no. what are you going to do? Of course she's not going to comment. She said what she said, and that's it. 
And the other thing about Ozempic is that, you know, all the, if you've noticed, what's her name? Um, Javero, Gennaro, Anna, Anna Gennaro. She's, uh, she's kind of like, she comes out of the bullpen every now and then for the view. She's not really a fixated person. If someone gets sick or if Whoopi has another virus, uh, something or other going on, they bring in Anna uh, from, from Miami. And it's very clear that she's on Ozempic. She's she's been battling weight. She's never been overweight, but she's by no means a twig. <clears throat> but anytime I see a celebrity, or for that matter, a news correspondent that's been battling weight over the over the years, <clears throat> all of a sudden if they start looking thinner, like like her, like Gennaro, I I'm instantly I know oh, she's on Ozempic. Problem is, you get guys like Jonah Hill, who you know he's a good actor. He's very sarcastic, very obnoxious, hates people, hates the fact that he doesn't look like Brad Pitt. Uh, oh, for that matter, gets Brad Pitt money. But, you know, when people bring up his weight in interviews over the years, and I feel for the guy, I really do, because the same thing happened to John Candy. You know, they would say, how does it feel being the big fat guy? Isn't it funny to be a big fat guy? And you could just see, you know, John Candy's expression, one of the nicest men in Hollywood. So, so sad that he died at a young age in 1994. And you could just see how hurtful it was to him. It's like, hey, I don't want to be fat. But he wouldn't say anything because that was during an era when people didn't talk back. Jonah Hill, on the other hand, he talks back. He'll, he'll ridicule the person for getting down. And he doesn't want to hear that. And there's been some photos of him in recent years prior to his weight loss where he just had, he just got, he was given a bad, bad, whatever, break from God because he just had a horrible shape. He was never going to be a leading man in a Hollywood movie. Never. Unless it was a comedy about fat guys. But now when you look at him, he's lost at least, I'm going to say, 100 pounds. But what's strange about him is that he always had a strange body to begin with. But now, I don't know what, now he looks like he just got out of Auschwitz or something. He looks terrible. So this Ozempic might, you know, trim, trim the fat, so to speak. But it's also doing horrible things to your body. He just looks atrophied. He doesn't look, his muscle mass has just disappeared. So what do you want? Do you want to be a fat Al Roker or a really emaciated, weird looking Al Roker with a small body and a very large head? Or, or for that matter, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton always looked like, you know, Fat Albert, only a smaller version of Fat Albert. He'd always wear bright clothes and a big-ass medal around his neck. You know, like, uh, um, who, who is the famous uh, singer? I feel good. Who's that guy? He always wore his hairdo. He was good friends with him, too. His name escapes me. So he always had that look. And, of course, was, as we get older, we, we, we change. But uh, Al Sharpton got that, uh, got that operation where they tied up his stomach. And now he just looks like the planter's peanut. He looks terrible. So it's, you know, some people like Mike White would say, Mike White, who sat here for many years, he also start, uh, sat next door in, in the country station. He was a country guy through and through. He says, you know, if you're going to be fat, you're going to be fat. And, you know, it's true. Some people are just meant to be large. It's in your DNA. It's all how you manage it. If you notice, there's a lot of people walking around these days in the last 20 years that are, are, are fat in skinny people's bodies. Let me explain. Sometimes... You know, you know, you, you, by the time you're four or five years old and you, you're that fat kid, 
you just got to make sure that you don't turn into an obese fat kid by the time you're 15, 16 years old because it's, it's tough to turn that around. But there's just a lot of people that were just meant to be big for the rest of their lives. Now I've noticed that you know people, particularly young young girls, young women, become pigeonholed. P- pit, they, they, their feet start pointing in different directions. What's happening is there's too much weight on a body that wasn't meant to be fat. So anyway, I, again, I, our diets are horrible. I can't believe I, I can't believe the number of people that are in motorized wheelchairs these days at a young age. It's basically gave up. By the way, I saw a video today of you know Ron Perlman. The guy who played in Beauty and the Beast and other crappy movies, total liberal. Uh, he looks like a creature from another planet. And I, I feel bad for the guy because he's about six foot five. He's at least 240 pounds. He's a big guy. Uh, he, some, some, someone was videotaping him in an airport being escorted uh, in a wheelchair. Now, I don't think he's much older than I am. But he was really angry that this guy was videotaped. He tried, and at one point he got out of the wheelchair like, "Aha, you can walk!" <laughs> but he was very upset, and I didn't feel that bad for him because he says nothing but lousy things about Trump and conservatives. So I'm kind of glad. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Hi, good afternoon. This is your non-attorney friend. What's happening? Hey, by the way, thanks for well, dropping that off the other day. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up. I was baffled well, by what it was. Uh, that was nice. Uh, uh, anyway, the uh, the singer you were talking about was James Brown. Thank you, James Brown. I feel good, of course. Um, yeah, right. And um, now, uh, the, the gentleman who called earlier on, uh, I talked about Republicans and Democrats. As of yesterday, I think the the, the, the so-called MAGA crowd yeah. is out. Uh, they're about 40% of the population, or the uh, uh they call them independents, but the not no party affiliation is, right. is, is at critical mass right now. Uh, we're talking about forty percent. Well, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Affiliated yeah. with either. Right. Okay. And so you're saying that there's forty percent of the voting populace are independents. Is that what you just said? No party affiliation, which is what they call independents. Okay. I'm I'm registered to vote, but I'm I'm no no party affiliation anymore. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and so anyway, the, the party heads who want the power or have the power, they think they have the power, like Nancy Pelosi and, you know, all the ones. Yeah. Um, the, the uh, I'm trying to think of the word here. Uh, mm. Oh, um, uh, unity party. Yeah. The, the Democrats and Republicans are in unison yeah. with so different things, uh, and t- especially with the deep state or the uh, donor class. Right. And... Um, People, the megas, are totally, totally uh, against this. Hmm. We want what's right for our country, our, our, our state, our counties, our cities, our children. Right. Not, not what's right for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, this is a definitive thing that they, they are not getting. And even the CNN and the, the um, uh, news, news yeah. mainstream media, they, they, they just don't get They're still Republican Democrats. Right. And hmm. um, hmm. I... I I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's. Uh, I, I think yesterday, you, before you build a, a property, you you go up, you show up to a house, and it's really dilapidated, and you have to tear it all down and start all over again with a foundation. And yeah. uh, they have the the, the ruling classes, uh, the so-called ruling classes, yeah. have special rights that we are not that normal citizens do not have mm. when you're elected officials. Mm. And then the, the lobbyists. 
really, we are, a lot of former uh, politicians or a lot of former congressmen or senators or whatever right. um, write the laws, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they, they have a continuing resolution because there really hasn't been a, I, I don't think there's been a real uh, balanced budget since the 97. So okay, uh, but, uh, let me because I'm confused. I'm really. I mean, when it comes down to forty percent independence, I didn't know it was that high, um, and you know, and w- whether or not we're going to have a, a it's upwards to forty percent. Yeah, that's 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 higher than I thought. So you're saying that w- w- we're not as equal. I mean, I just thought there was a it was an in between. I thought it was probably forty forty and maybe twenty percent. You're saying forty percent no. of registered or we are we are critical mass right now. Hmm. Well, so let me let me ask you more things that I can understand as far as you know applying things to what you and I are talking about right now because you know we can go into the weeds and start talking about this that and the other thing. At the end of the day, do you think that those who are Republicans or registered Republicans, let's let's leave leave the Democrats and the Independents out. Do do they want Donald Trump back as president again? In your opinion, um, some, but most of them are, are Trump. They're just they're they're rhinos. They're uh, uh, it, it shows in, in Congress all the time. Well, okay, but but that that's interesting because Rhino obviously means Republican in name only. Well, maybe they are the real Republicans, and the MAGA Republicans aren't. Did you ever look at it that way? Why do you got to be a Republican? Well, I mean, it, it's a matter of opinion because a lot. I mean, like for instance, I use my brother as an example. Who always claims he's always voted Republican, but just can't vote. For Donald Trump, does that make him more of a Republican than someone like myself, or you, for that matter? Uh, the well, numbers are, are are much greater in favor of of Trump, and thank God they are. But is my brother wrong for not liking Donald Trump? Take out the name Trump, and what what do they stand for? Do they do they like the thirty three percent, including food and fuel? Interest, in the, yeah, uh, no, no, I know. We could go over that ad nauseum. We can go on forever and ever. But what what it comes right down, especially with baby boomers, because they're the most important people right now. Because they have the uh, they have the generational money. Uh, they, they 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 have a lot of businesses out there. They just they're okay. If they lose, you know, twenty percent of their portfolio, if Biden continues to be president, and if they have to pay five, six, seven dollars a gas, they don't really care. They're more more concerned with the. I guess you could say. The level of of of, uh, uh, of respect for the office and the United States, they they feel extremely uncomfortable knowing that waking up each and every day that a guy like like Trump, who who they are quite frankly very embarrassed uh, by, it, it would be their president. I disagree with you, but because some may be that's true. There's a lot uh, of people that way, my friend. A lot of people. Trust me. I I know, but what I'm getting at is nationwide, we are uh, the the no party affiliation is between 35 and 30 percent. That's critical mass. So uh, at this point, and then I got to go. Would you say that of that percentage you just stated, where are they in your opinion? Do, you, do, do are they as embarrassed as people that call themselves Republicans, or are they just upset? They don't really care. They just want inflation they, rates to go down. They want the border. To be, you know, where are they at? They are a ma- they are hypnotized. They're in mass formation psychosis or groupthink. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they don't admit to other people, well, I, I voted for Trump. Right. Uh, what, what's Trump's, what about the, pol- forget the personalities, what about the, the policies? That's what gets me. Yeah, no, they and, can't get, they, they, you know, it's funny because I always try to equate it to like that school teacher that you didn't like but you learned the most from. 
or that, or you know, your your dad might not have been the nicest guy to you, or your mom for that matter. But you learn from them. Well, people just can't look at Donald Trump that way. They just like, nope, I don't like him, and I I just I want him gone. I don't want him to be okay. our president. He's had, he's had uh, Hillary. He's had uh, the Trump, the uh, Russia hoax. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah, dad, I know, dad. I know. We know all that. We. Know, I'm just saying, going forward though, do, do you think people who voted against Trump him? In 2020, and we can go on and on about whether or not that was legitimate. Do, destroy paying four dollars for gas, right? Two dollars. Yeah, right. Destroy thirty-three percent inflation rate. Mm-hmm. As to, uh, that includes food and fuel, which they don't they don't count in the uh, right, 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 uh, right. Like, All right. And, I mean, ask them. Right. All right. Fair enough. I got to get going, but thank you, my friend. Thank you, my non-lawyer friend, my Mick Kraut friend. I'm going to make your life miserable. You're on the air. You got to do a break now? Or? No, go right ahead. It's SG. Okay, SG. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, on the McCarthy thing, it's simple. He let the crazies run the, the, the lunatic bin, you know? It, it's like they're not ours. He gave away everything to get the job, and then only one person could bring it up. And the reason the Democrats voted, I mean, he, he had impeachment hearings when there was no evidence. So, you know, I mean, he lost control. He lost. Well, uh, boy, I, I didn't. I, I didn't see that angle coming. He apparently, from what Getz was saying, that he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't Republican enough, and that's why they they fought to to you know uh, uh, back in January over him. No, you're you're right on the money with the MAGA Republican thing. Trump wasn't a Democrat when he ran before. He's not a Republican. He just took your party over. No, no, and, no, no. I, no, I love yeah. when people say that they bring up Reagan too. Look, your your party changed, and, and the world changed with it. Dude, I really got to talk about this, the stuff that was said about me. And, Uh-oh. Uh, Narcissism you know, denied. I'm sorry. I really, you know, it's time. We can talk about it if we got time at the end. But I would never have been at that meeting. I was in so much pain. I was limping up. I'm almost also a week away from a wheelchair if things don't get better myself. Oh, you're Ron Perlman. I, what's that? Ron Perlman. He was in a wheelchair. Go ahead. Well, oh no, no, but but I mean, I I, I don't make fun of people in wheelchairs because I'm, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have been at that meeting, but they, they were going to pass a resolution in my name for a location they never told me about till right. everybody heard at the same time, and, and I'd gone in there and said I'm donating thirty five hundred dollars of my money, which is the same as was was raised for those. Uh, All right, wait, SG, SG, real quick, real, real quick. No, 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 I just I got to say this, but but I mean, anybody that thinks you should build on a toxic waste site is insane. So I'm not even going to get into that guy. <laughs> but I also said I'm going to uh, publish the books. I have the money to do it, and I'm going to get have the money to this charity, and and it can help the feral cat problem, and and the SGCA and whatever else after. I'm trying to do something big, and they decided they were going to steal it and put it in the charity they started for the factory street and right. bypass it. And, and apparently, you got and ba- you, you got stabbed in the back by uh, by your by your very good friend Cliff Only in the process. Is that big correct? Time, big time. I, I, I do they get a shot when they go in there to lie <laughs> juice or something? I don't know. So let me ask you on a personal level: Have you spoken to Cliff about this off the record or what? No, we text back and forth very much on the record and. You know, I told him you better stop texting me, dude, because you know, it's like you, you need, you need, uh, you know. Yeah, but you guys were good you know, friends. Come on. I mean, you know, you hung out. You went to parties together, concerts. You know, you might have shared a couple of things every now and then. Hey, now. Uh, uh, no, no, he's, no, he doesn't do that. Uh, <laughs> you know? 
doesn't. No, the way he was talking at one of the meetings last. Well, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, you got a lot of psychedelic I, drugs I back in the 70s. Like the, and, I don't know what the hell he, he, yeah, the one, I, I, he was his friend, and I go to the meeting, I couldn't stand listening to him talk because it'd be like, <laughs> Any, any questions? And he'd go, oh, I just want to know about this there. And, and Mr. Mix would say, it's right there on the front page. Yeah, well, I just want to make sure it's being looked at. He's like, that's why it's on the front page. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <They're> just- <laughs> wow. Talk about a turn of events here. A friendship gone gone south. SG yeah, and Cliff I, only. I, I have three very simple rules. Don't lie to me. Don't steal from me. And don't mess with my lady. I don't have don't, a Oh, oh okay. Right. <laughs> you know, well, that, um, that, I'm not into. Um, we'll be friends for life as long as you. You know, Asian women hat. don't do much I mean, for me. I've had, you know, I, well, there was another lie he told me before that I, I said, okay, you know. What? What? Well, we gotta hear it. Come on. I, 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 I can't even get into that because that gets into something real, real. Um, yeah, I, something that's going to come out soon. But ah, uh, now let me ask you: uh, Did you did you lay down the, the the lawsuit today against the city, like you that you were uh, talking about on Monday night at the meeting? No, I, I said I gave them I gave them Wednesday, and, I, and I at, today's if Wednesday. I, if, they, if, if they if they called me tomorrow, I, it's supposed to be a beautiful day tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to mess. I might do the lawyer tomorrow, but um, I want to have a. a, a Letter of intent on their on their desk by Monday. That's my that's my. All right, so, fair enough. All right, well, yeah. I well, for the for for you know really it's 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 fun you know uh, chastising you about the you know, I I hope that one day that both you and Cliff will will will, will see see eye to eye together. And oh uh, no, 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 I have a friend. Once friends are gone, they're gone. Yeah, that's I, I hate when people do that. When, 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 well, no, when someone shows you who they are. Nah, sometimes politics. You know, when you become a politician, SG, and maybe one day you'll be a politician somewhere in Modesto, Modesto California. That is, if we still have a democracy. Uh, you, you'll find out that you're going to have to betray a couple of friends here and there. It's just a way of the, lo- well, well, of the that, land. That I won't go into politics. That's what you got to do. I'm... I'm I have morals, and that's probably why I've never been a politician. The one you know? thing, one thing that's really tough, and that one long-haired guy, you know, who goes up there. He's a good dude. He's got. A, you know, he's talking about the senior senator. I should have him on the yep. show here. Uh, but you know, but to you know, to be chastised by the you know the the privilege on the floor, and other people do it, and they point at you. It's because of you, 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 and you, and you. And I was like, "Does that comp- completely necessary? What happened to decorum? If you have a beef with city, you know, and, and most people are, by the way, they'll say, hey, look, you haven't had a plow truck in my neighborhood for the last six years. Can you do something about it? Yes, we'll do something about it. But most people, a lot of people rather recently will talk, it's all because of you, because you're not doing your job, because you don't care. It's like, I, I, you know, come on. To be a politician yeah, and- at that level, you got to care, and no one should have to be subjected to such tyranny. Go ahead. Sorry. And, and, and I, I admit freely, I was in so much pain when I said, when I watched it back and I said, no, I was, it was just, I was just done. That, that, All right, well, you know, need better I, drugs. I, I, you should I, take Ozempic. You know, uh, poli- you know, spent a little bit smoother with it, you know, because, you know, Bobby Ferris and, and uh, Jake Johnson are great guys. They do great things for the community. Yeah. But if I'm doing, trying to do something great for the community, why should I be cut off? When they get to talk as much as they want, they talk, they were there. They talked as much as they wanted to privilege for, much as they wanted new business, much as they wanted the resolution. So I mean, it's like he he tries to use Robert's rules of order whenever they're convenient for him. Right. Anybody poor or, or or he doesn't think is up to standards, you get your he times you like a you know <laughs> whatever. But right, 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 right. It's not right. 
right. I'm trying to do something great for this community. And, I, know. You know, I, I, I know. I know. I know. And you and you want it in one spot, and that's it. You'd rather you rather not have it than if if it were placed in a spot that you didn't authorize. No, Is no, that no. It? I, no, the other spot. I'm not saying the other spot is horrible. It's just at this. They want. They saying they want to put frisbee golf there. It's like, why would you put it at some place that's going to have more problems and be less successful when you know the place that's ideal? It's so, just, in other words, they're going to do frisbee golf and people are going to be stepping in dog do at the same time. Hey, I got no, a no, touchdown! No, Holy mackerel! Instead of, the, instead of the dog park, and then Cliff tries to tell me, "Oh, you don't want that spot because it's got drainage problems." So they're going to play soccer golf, frisbee golf. Come on, I'll put some drainage. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's that's all right. Thanks. All right, SSG. Oh, my God. Plus the buzz on top of that. Um, Donnie's right. The buzz has to go. I, I keep on wanting to ask that. Our, our arm to the microphone is working. I, someone must have fixed that. I know I didn't. So thank you. And I try not to touch uh, Jeff's stuff. He just leaves stuff around, and I, I don't know. Uh, he, he chastised me yesterday and again today for taking one of his sheets that he reads from. And I'm just, I, I, I really, what I do is, I, the only thing I bring here is myself and a cup of water. I, you know, I've been doing this now for a long time. I'm not an on-air person, but I've been doing this show for a long time now. And the one thing that I've learned is don't bring any food or drink with sugar in it to, to a place that you can screw up for good. It goes all over the place. I'm here just to talk. And the moment I stop talking, is it sucks. Like, I'm not doing it right. I'm, I wasn't prepared. I'm not going to be eating pastrami sandwich while I'm talking to you at the same, or for that matter, before or after. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So, so there you have it. But I'm also the same. I said, well, Glenn sounds real spiffy. I'm not. I admitted to my wife and a couple of people just in the last day or so that I've had the same car for over 10 years now. And I swear to you when I say this, and I, I can count the number of times that I've cleaned my car in less than 10 times in my entire life. I know for a fact I've had this car for a decade, over 10 years, and I've yet to clean it. I mean, I, 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 I'm, talk, I mean I'm talking about the exterior. I'm, I, I don't go through car washes. I certainly don't, you know, you know, get a big, big ass, you know, mop or something and start cleaning it myself in my driveway. That's just not happening. <laughs> to me, Mother Nature does it for you. If you look at my car right now, there's no dents in it, no rust. It looks great. No car payment. The average car payment today is over $700. I see guys driving around these trucks, and it was like seventy, eighty thousand. 80000 And it's like, it's just you, dude. You got an extended cab truck. You, you got a Tano cover that probably costs five grand at least. And you got nothing back there. A wheels package. You don't even go off-roading. No one goes off-roading in these trucks anymore. I don't get it. Plus, you got to be a mountain climber to get in and out of them. But one thing I, I am spiffy at, or try to, is a shared work spot. So it's just me, and I get, I pick up and take my iPad, bring it over to the other side of the room, and that's it. If I, if I alter something else, I apologize. I apologize to Jeff. I won't move your stuff again. Um, I just thought it was an oversight for some reason or another. <clears throat> All right, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. A couple people have been texting me. Let me just... See if there's anything important. <clears throat> um, Danny Francis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Danny Francis shared a picture of. You ever notice the worst looking houses have, uh, have the biggest display of Halloween decorations? In this particular case, it's not. It's a beautiful home that Danny just sent me. A nice colonial home with those big skeletons that are like 10 feet tall. 
All right, we're at the end of our show today for Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm 1240 WE10. Watertown makes us legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News. See you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York.